20th of August. Was that the last one? No, that was the Tuesday that we said we were going to record. Oh, was it that long ago? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, that that was Ben's fault. Because he... Yeah. he let me finish. He, yeah, yeah. He asked me, do you want to podcast today? And then he only asked me once. Now, I need, right. I need pushed. <laughs> you need to be constantly pestered. What I liked the most was was me asking after the bank holiday weekend we had a couple of weeks ago i said are you free monday and then i didn't hear from you until today saying you're free tonight <laughs> but fucking i suppose right i suppose i am I, I mean i suppose i'm not because now i've got this mm. so here we are yeah i don't even know what my excuse is you don't have one no. I've just I've just come I've just come to accept that if we're going to do the podcast I can't chase you anymore. You've got to approach me because I can't I can't tame you. I can't get you in a room. Yeah. And it, you know what? I'm just too busy. I know. I just got too much living, on so have you. Living in excitement. Don't you fucking pin this on me. I've got a lot Mostly on. But I'm, I always make time for you, my dude. Yeah, I, sure. I, I get it. I'm like low on your priority list is fine well no it's just that sometimes i'm out of out of the country no it's fine i get it i know i'm just i'm just not important yeah so it's okay (laughs) just get it just leave the tv on leave the radio on you fly off to fucking uh kabul so you don't get lonely for a week yeah and i just listen to the radio i'm texting a phone that's that's charging upstairs saying simon where are you and you're just living it up in a helicopter in kabul yeah, yeah, and I'm blissfully unaware that I'm, I'm not really texting you. I'm just texting the pretend phone. That's gone the now. Fake number. Gif gaff have taken the number off me because I haven't used it in so long. So, so that phone doesn't even. So I was texting a phone that didn't even exist. <laughs> <laughs> this is no. We do use Facebook Messenger to communicate now because I learned after like a year of trying to contact you that. That was not the way to do it because he wouldn't reply. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna plug that phone in and see how many texts I get. Beep through. Don't you do it. Don't you do it because it'll start and it won't stop. I'm gonna do it. Fucking. Are you doing it now? No, no. Okay. It's gonna take a while to figure out how to make that happen. You're not gonna do it. Well, it's just the reason. One of the reasons I stopped using that phone is because it doesn't charge very well. Right. Something something to do with iPhones. They've designed them not to work. Um, yeah, it's weird. I don't know why they do that. In any fundamental way. <laughs> so You didn't want a phone, did you? Oh, you've got a phone sorry. for a year. <laughs> <laughs> don't turn it off or it won't start again. <laughs> also, don't check it into your bag on flights. It might explode. <laughs> Modern mobile phones. Uh, what are they like, eh? Ugh. Oh, oh, typical. Blimey. God. Shall we, uh, shall we start? Yeah. Now I'm in Jaden, FBI. Victor Goddamn Sullivan. Booker DeWitt. Solid Snake. Commander Shepard. Morton Sullivan. You're listening to PlayStation. 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 PlayStation Radio. Radio. Radio UK. This is PlayStation Radio UK.
This is 97.1 FM. You're listening to Police Station Radio UK, your bi-annual podcast. Mm. Um, I'm Simon, and this is Ben. I'm, I'm, oh, uh, hello? <laughs> you didn't do the date and the time, so that's negative marks from me. Well, that I figured that if I don't say the date and time, I can edit it as slow as I like, because it's bi-annual, and who well, cares you, what week it comes out, what month it comes out. You need to leave a gap then. You've got to say, it's okay. at... Well, it's it's actually the fourth of September, and it's oh. five past eight in the evening. It's not ten p.m. this time, I or eleven p.m. I have always wondered why we bother to say the time. I think it's nice because it's it's fake radio, isn't it? It's yeah, a fake okay. radio station. So, okay, yeah. So it's nice to it's it's nice to give the time. I don't know many shows that start yeah. at five past eight or four past. Coming eight up in this hour, we have Game of the Week, featuring yeah. the latest from. That people that made that game until dawn. You're okay. You're okay. You're okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> super, super massive games. Yes. Um. Well, how about you tell me what you've been up to since the twentieth of August? How about you fucking keep your questions to yourself? Okay. Tell you. well, let's move on <laughs> to let's game of the week. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> no, not much. Not much, really. I've changed my fantasy football lineup because. Um, you do fantasy football? Yeah. So I've given up on it this season because uh, the thing I don't like about fantasy football is it's very, there's a big emphasis on changing captains. Okay. And what I want to do is set a team up and not be able to touch it until the transfer window and then again till the end of the season. Because to me, that is proper fantasy football. Not setting a captain to get more points because it's that's not that doesn't happen in football. No, it makes you it makes you open the app though. They want you to open the app. Exactly, and, that's and that's the reason. It. Yeah, but that's why I've given up on it. I do Super Six because you can. There's a chance to win money and it doesn't cost to enter. So, okay, free lottery. Do you like anything? Just that, just a quick question. Uh, free money. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. I just wanted to check because there's a lot of things you don't like, and I just wanted to see if there were, if there was one, like if there was just one thing. You know what? I'm not that bad. I'm not that miserable. You know what it is? Do you know? Here's what? this is the crux of of the issue. What I like more than anything, yeah. is moaning. Right. So then it is in my interest not to like things and then okay. to complain about them. That's pretty sad. Is it? Are you are you happy much? But that's what makes me happy. See, that's the difference. When you don't like something, you're unhappy. When I don't like something, I'm rubbing my hands with glee. Well, I'm unhappy most of the time. It's nothing to do with how much I like stuff. Isn't it? No, not usually. Why are you unhappy? I don't know. (laughs) I think I'm just sad. This this is... um... Ben, can you um, stop being depressed for the the podcast? People are are listening. They want to be... Okay. Okay, yeah. Shall I keep it to myself? You can just fucking bottle that up. Okay, that's fine. Okay. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go shoot off a coffee shop. <laughs> I'm gonna tell him it was you. I'm gonna tell him it's because well, Simon's you think not that's answering bad my the text. Are, you just tell them it wasn't me. It wasn't me though. <laughs> Hang on. I've got will you at least how were well, you being unreasonable? will you at least let me explain you're being very unreasonable. Wait, what you're was the, what is that the guy shouts in that perfect accent? Um for having a succulent Chinese meal. <laughs> Get your meal. hands off my I penis. I see you know your judo well, sir. <laughs> this man just touched me in the penis. 
Get your hands off my penis. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really. Don't do that. Don't don't go and shoot people. It's not. It's like it's one of the worst things you can do. Yeah, we're looking at you, America. America. <laughs> Fucking tell them. You tell them. Go get them, boy. Um, but seriously, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be in the U.S. for the next couple of weeks, so please don't. Yeah, if you could just keep those mass shootings on hold for just just a, a minute, couple guys. weeks. I just want to see it. I just want to get a nice burger and like not get shot. Is it too much to ask to get a burger and not get shot? I think it's okay. I think that should be doable. Should be. You're gonna get shot. Yeah, you you really um. What's the word for it? What's the phrase? You really um um uh. What? You've given me fuck all context. What? Touching the... No, not touching wood. What? The opposite of... T- when you need to touch wood is because you have tempted fate. Right. You've Temp- tempted You've fate. tempted fate. Yeah, there it is. And now I'm touching wood. Okay. See? Oh, there you oh go. my goodness. Could you not wait until after the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, great joke. <laughs> what have you been up to? Uh, just, uh, you know, working away. I'm going to go on holiday now. I'm going to go to Florida for a couple of weeks. That's amazing. Um, been saving up for that one for a while, so it's I've been excited for a year and a half for this holiday. What are you going to do in Flowrider? I'm going to go to the theme parks. I'm going to go to Kennedy Space Center. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a big kid. Nice. Well, you are that. Yeah. Already. I know. I know. So how much how much bigger can you get? Uh, which <laughs> which way are you going? You're getting bigger, or are you going to are you getting kidder? Like which one? Uh, which, which direction? Well. Given I'm going to America and I'm going to eat fast food, probably probably bigger in the outward direction. Right. Okay. Um, okay. But you know what? I've been on a diet for the last month. Oh, and I've lost. Going? I've lost a stone. Mate, that's amazing. Well, so I don't really want to undo that goodness. Well, you've been you've been dieting to look great in Florida. <laughs> By the end in of the September. holiday, I'll be back to the good old seven. <laughs> Well, that's the point, right? I mean, no, I want to come yeah. back. I want to come back the same. I don't want to come back worse. Exercise while you're on holiday. Uh, well, do you do exercise or is it just diet that you're doing? Uh, well, a bit of both, but not. But it's mostly diet. I, you know, play squash anyway, that sort of thing. Go um, for a little run while you're out there. Buy some crap trainers and just just take yourself out for a run in the morning if you can be fucked. Yeah. I might nah, do. That was met. Well, no, that was, I can tell. That well, pause you know the thing is, you do a lot it. of walking out there anyway. Right, walking is walking is bullshit exercise. Mm-hmm. Sorry, everyone. Sorry, shall, everyone. Shall we um, start the podcast? Well, we have. I mean, the That's actual like the meat of the podcast. Oh, you want to talk about games? Yes, sir. Oh, I forgot about those. Yeah, go on then. Okay. Won't you spare me over till another year? Game of the week. Thornton, what are you playing, mate? I am playing. Hold on, what am I playing? The Anthology of Darkness. Ooh, The Man of Medan. The Man of Medan. What's it called? The, the Dark Prophecies Anthology? The Dark Anthology. The Dark Anthology the Dark Prophecy. A series of unfortunate events. events. Um, Medan, Harry Potter. A dark Pictures. Dark Pictures. So, 
they're pretty upfront about the fact that this is going to be a new series of games. Am I right? Yes. Yeah, um, so they, they teased the second one, I think, at the end. Oh, of have they? Okay. So, yeah. obviously, I've not got to the end yet. Mm-hmm. I have played for a couple of hours. I'm doing... There's two modes you can do. Now, let me just say that this game is made by the guys that made Until Dawn. Yes. And it is basically an Until Dawn sequel. It's more Until Dawn, different stories. Each game will be, presumably, a different sort of mini-story. Mm-hmm. I say mini-story. I don't actually know how long it is. How long have you been playing for? A couple hours. It feels like it's only just getting started. So it feels fairly long. Hmm. Um, which is good. I'll have a look. Because I'll it's, have a look now for you. Because it's 25 quid. So it should be quite long for that price point. How long to beat? Yeah, hltb.com. I'm sorry? hltb.com. Oh, okay. It's, uh, I thought you said lgbt.com. Is that that's good of you a bit of promotion <laughs> what, uh, for, the, for the famous website <laughs> yeah well they don't get enough clicks through so i just feel like more people should be aware <laughs> what what am i searching for man of medan yes i don't even know what medan is i think it's the name of the ship it takes place on a ship uh a so for ghost ship the main story it's four hours for the main story and extra stuff it's four and a half okay so maybe i'm more like an hour and a bit then it's pretty good there's it's quite a, there's quite a long opening um, but that's all right. Yeah, that's not too bad. And there's definitely replayability in there because you've got the branching path. And so you might want to see how it would unfold in a, if you did different choices. But also, I, you can play it two different ways. Online co-op, I'm not sure how that works because I've not tried yet. You can obviously play single player. Yeah. Or you can play past the controller. See, I like that. I think that's a... I, I love... I love these kinds of games. I mean, yeah. I'll talk about it a bit in a second, but I've been playing Hidden Agenda again recently. Okay, yeah, I never finished played that. played it when, when my friends... Uh, I say my friends. Oh, God, that's going to sound way worse now. I instinctively said my friends, but it, when my family came to visit, my friends, my only friends in the world, they're related <laughs> by blood. Um, yeah, when they came out to visit, we played some Hidden Agenda. That game is so much fun. Yeah. And uh, it's not it's not the best, but my goodness, it does certainly make these games are a lot better yeah. if you can play with a group of friends. Yeah, and that's the nice thing, is there's five different characters in Man of Medan that you play as. So just like Until Dawn, lots of different... A group of people that are going through this ordeal of, of finding a ghost ship. And because of that, there are five... It's a five-couch co-op game where you pass the controller. So yeah. basically at the start, you set who's going to play as what character. And then it tells you when to pass the controller to who. Mm-hmm. So really smart. And it's because the developers have said people were doing that with Until Dawn. So we're just facilitating it, making it part of the game. Yeah. However, I do have a complaint. Oh, no. It doesn't work. Okay. So, no. <laughs> so I'm doing it with two people, including myself. So mm-hmm. one other person. Yeah. And I chose randomly the characters we were going to play as each. Now, it didn't work. It just kept saying it was for one person to play, even when it was meant to be my character. And and if you are going to do that, um, you have to be aware that for the first sort of 45 minutes, if you gamble wrong, it might just be one person playing. Because mm-hmm. they might get those three characters in a row, whereas your right. two don't maybe come up until the next hour. 
Okay. So um, you might actually be better off just winging it and and choosing, do you want to go now and pass over? Right, rather than just passing it over every... Every time it switches game. character, yeah. Rather than doing it the way that the game... I mean, if you've got four people there, then perfect, or five, ideal. Mm-hmm. But if it's just two, maybe just pass the controller yourself. Um, and the other thing is, when I quit game and loaded back in, it completely forgot even the name of the characters who were playing, as in us, because you name yourself. Mm. So I'd you type in Simon and Alex, and it, it's completely forgotten. That's, so, that's a bit crap. Yeah, so, I mean, it's not a game-breaking glitch. If, if anything was going to be broken in this game, I'm glad it was that feature because it doesn't impact at all on the experience. Mm-hmm. And just like with Until Dawn, these games are the complete antithesis of a Telltale game. Right. So they're the same genre, but they work. There's <laughs> no game-breaking glitches. And they feel like you're playing a TV show rather than feeling like you are playing what is meant to feel like a TV show but is actually janky as hell. If that right. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. So the, there's fixed camera angles and the um, the graphics are really actually quite impressive. So you do start to feel like you're, you're just kind of steering this story. You forget that you're kind of... You forget that it's a, a meant... I mean, it is a video game, but it's like this new kind of interactive movie sort of thing mm-hmm. and it's um it's great and and so far i'm enjoying the storyline more than until dawn i thought really? until dawn was um maybe the the best sort of entry into the storyline that they could have done for their first title title and that it felt like you're kind of paint by numbers teen horror movie and that's that's what i was going for but these ones, they feel that they're they're a bit more interesting. Okay, it's a bit more to them. I'm surprised it's taken so long to come out because I played a a, a very well polished slice of Man of Medan at last year's EGX in in September, mm. um, and it's taken ages. It's not reviewed incredibly well, though. Is it not? Well, I mean, not, maybe that's because well of, maybe the story Dawn. isn't that good towards the end. I don't know. Maybe it's it's got seventy on Metacritic at the moment. Okay. Um, some people, you know, I think if, again, you're the best way to experience this is with other people. So chances are you're going to enjoy it way more than perhaps someone who's just going through it by themselves where Until Dawn yeah. was really good in that regard. Um, but yeah, I'd be interested to see how you how you find it because I'm, I'm very interested yeah. in picking up that game. I mean, ago. what I would say is it starts quite slowly, but with my hopes are that maybe the reason why it took so long to come out is because they're trying to get to a point where they can release the next one's fairly quickly to try and um, take advantage of people talking about the series. Right. Hopefully. Yeah, and may- hopefully we don't have to wait too long. Yeah, and maybe that's why it starts quite slowly, because this is the first one, and they have to assume that there'll be people that didn't play Until Dawn, and they have to kind of allow people to, to learn those mechanics. Um, whereas for someone that's played Until Dawn, I'm a bit like, can we just skip to the action? We just mm-hmm. get to that point. Yeah. But uh, if you liked Until Dawn, you may as well get it. Why not? Okay. There we go. What have you played? Well, I played a Telltale game. Ooh. <laughs> I actually have uh, The Walking Dead Season 2. Wow. Didn't that come, up, come out ages ago? 
It really did. The the fourth season's just wrapped up. Uh, you know, after all the telltale closing yeah, stuff. Yeah, I so. thought you were up to date with this. No, no, not The Walking Dead. I've played. I think I've played every other telltale game. Oh, I'm so um, sorry. I played the first season of The Walking <laughs> Dead, uh, and I played it a few times actually on Vita, on PS3, on PS4. But I remember. I, I didn't start The Walking Dead Season 2 on PS4 because there was no cross-save functionality between PS3 and PS4. They uh, really fucking okay, yeah. half-assed that game. Mm. And so I was like, fuck this, this is stupid. And so I never played it. But we got it on oh, Plus ages it. ago. And I didn't even realize. So I downloaded it. I've, I'm just waiting for Borderlands 3 now. And I finished off uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood, which is shit. <laughs> I just needed something else to play. And I've just finished all five episodes. Um really good Hmm. it's great i really enjoyed it and yeah you get that you get that jankiness you get that telltale jankiness for sure it never crashed but there were lots of things where you know model character models would just sort of glitch about and just sort of pop into frame and stuff and you could see the decisions you were making just sort of clunking into place Uh, to me that's the worst dialogue and stuff that's the worst angles if you're gonna have like a game where it's all about dialogue options and, and choosing the right thing in very tense moments then you cannot have basically what is a loading screen where you're just looking at someone's face gormlessly just staring into the abyss until suddenly they're like, oh, that's what you said. Okay, all right, okay, let's get on with the game. Well, that's that's how it be. Yep. And uh, sometimes I would feel there were, there were a couple of occasions where one particular where I put a lot of time into supporting and being on the side of a character who I felt was perhaps misunderstood Mm. when really they would it was just sort of in the end it ended up being pretty transparent that they were just put there from a writing perspective to be an antagonist in almost every situation like just be a dickhead all the time but i think i think the first season had a lot of that as well and maybe well because that's what i noticed a lot of it seemed like my choices didn't really make a difference and when it got to the end i felt like i was playing someone else's ending maybe maybe you just didn't notice that as much because it worked for your choices yeah perhaps but that's that's why it was it was weirder this time because i i purposefully stuck up for them because i I feel like i know telltale games so well now that i can see through the veneer of the game and just sort almost look directly at the spider web of choices behind it like i can see what the developers are trying to do rather than getting swept along with the story so i like i'm purposefully trying to swim upstream just to see if I get something different. Well, you know, you and, called it a uh, veneer. If if a Telltale game was a veneer, what kind of veneer would it be? A cling film. <laughs> like, a, like a kitchen surface is just made of right. polished cling film. <laughs> yeah, probably cling film. Like a, like a bed made of cling film. Just cling film stretched over a bed frame. I like Telltale games for all their flaws. I know you It's really, more like cling film really stretched like over a toilet, toilet bowl, isn't it? Okay, there it is. Like a crude prank. You did it. You did it. But the point I was trying to get to was that <laughs> this uh, this guy I put so much time into, who was there for like three episodes, was just killed off screen. Oh, and I was it's like, like oh. Star Wars Episode Eight. So what the fuck was the point in me? Uh, it felt cheap because it was like, I know the, that he was sort of cheaply put there as an antagonist. And I was like, no, I'm going to side with the antagonist and try to understand him and get on his good side. And I did. And it seemed like it was going somewhere. And then he was just killed off on screen. Like there was no decision that got him killed that I was involved in. I just arrived at a place and he was dead. And I was like, what the fuck? Now that 
okay, fine. I wouldn't but be surprised the whole, if there was some kind of some kind of game-breaking glitch that the team couldn't fix, and they were like, "Well, what if you just made him like lie down and just be say that he's died?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I enjoyed it though; it was good. Uh, after this point, it starts to get a bit confusing because there's like that Michonne series. The third season isn't called the third season; it's called uh, The Walking Dead: A New Frontier, which is mm. I don't know why they would call it that. And then, of course, there's the final season, uh, half of which was put out by whatever they're called, Skybound Entertainment. Okay. Who bought up the rights and tried to finish it after Telltale. In fact, I think they might have owned the rights. I think the guy who actually owns The Walking Dead license, like the comic Mm. license, the graphic novel license, is involved in some form. I'm not entirely sure. But anyway, they finished it up. So I don't know if I'll get the third season. I think I'll take a little break. But I I did enjoy it. It was pretty good. Cool. Well, if anyone's listening and wants to play The Walking Dead, then uh, play Man of Medan. Man of Medan? Man of Medan. (laughs) Yeah, it was good. I I liked it. It It was good fun. The episodes weren't too long as well. I felt like some of the episodes of the newer Telltale series really... They go on quite a while. They're like two hours, some of them. Yeah, some of them are longer than ten minutes. An hour, an hour and a half. And it was like, this is... is, I feel like this, you know, I can accomplish this. Mm. I'll ignore that comment. Uh, is that all you've played? Uh, I played other things, but we we uh, let's let's not okay. let's not get into it. Okay. Let's not get into it. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Okay. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> it's time for a yay or nay, a segment we only do when the news team hasn't done its job. This is one of those times. Here it goes. Have you seen Willie anywhere? Um, well, I got a note from Willie, and it basically said, um, on holiday, do it yourselves. Oh, okay. So um, I propose a new thing where Ben, who works in the games industry, would you say that's a fair assessment? <laughs> yes. It's not like, I mean, it's not like the um, the kind of, what would you call them? The kind of inside gang of games journalists yeah it's not like it's not like real games journalism but it's, it's games yeah i'd say it's probably what you do is real games journalism and oh. what and what the kind of like inner gang of people that all know each other what they do in my opinion is just write rewrite press releases from big massive companies Nice. Um, and they probably hate games. They've got to the point where they are so jaded that they just don't give a fuck. Yeah, that's it. You you tell them. Does it, I mean, what do you think? Is that a fair assessment? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I mean, what I do is probably different to you know the day to day routine of someone. Well, yeah, who works at IGN, but that's 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 why I was asking. I wasn't trying to. I wasn't trying to talk down to you. I was basically what me. you do is have fun playing games. Sometimes. <laughs> I really don't play that many games at work. But this is all to say that you're more in the loop than I. A yes. mere plebeian. Okay. A real pleb boy. Pleb boy. So a why don't you boy. explain to me what the haps be? Okay, here haps. You ready? Yep. Gamescom, that happened. Yes. I mean, we, we did a podcast on the 20th of August, obviously, right after Gamescom. Yeah, we sure did. Obviously, it wasn't... Uh wasn't hugely exciting there wasn't there well wasn't... people thought that playstation was doing something 
They didn't really, did they? No, they didn't. I mean, they were there sort of at the opening night live stream, but that was mainly for Death Stranding. Mm. And that was kind of it. I mean, Insomniac have been purchased by Sony. Well, that's good. That's that? big news. Because that news. is um, obviously, they made Spider Man last before that. They made um, Resistance Ratchet Games, Ratchet and yeah. Clank. And, and it's funny because last week we said a good launch title would be a new Resistance game. Sure would. Now, realistically, they've probably bought them to make endless amounts of, of Spider Man games. Mm because Sony want to make a lot of money on that. They're a very capable studio, though. It's exciting. I'm yeah. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to the future of that. Hopefully yes. people don't just start leaving now, because they're a talented bunch over there. Well, I don't think they will, because Sony's got a good track record of... Well, I mean, I've never worked for them, but it seems like they've got a good track record of treating staff well, because you yeah. don't usually see a big exodus of staff from first-party Sony teams, and there is a lot of them. Yeah, I suppose it's just because Insomniac has been independent and has been resisting PlayStation for so long that maybe now that there's been a big payoff, you know, they're finally part of the first party family. I'm not saying Sony will treat them like crap, but I just mean like some of the higher ups, some of the big creative minds there may look for greener pastures now. Like this is sort of the end of an era of an independent Insomniac. I don't think they will, but I I hope they don't. But then, you know, they've they've been independent, but... They haven't really ever made that many truly independent games. Mm. You know, I mean, they've always been making. They've actually done their fair share of exclusives. They even went Almost over to games even were. went over to Microsoft for one. Yeah, they did. Got and I feel like that. when you make an exclusive game, you probably sacrifice some of your freedom to the, to the publisher you're making it for. Mm-hmm. They probably have more say, more power. Um. Maybe they've just realised, because this has come not long after they went to Microsoft, then they went back to Sony for a game. Maybe they've realised, we prefer working for Sony. Let's just make it a thing and not and have far less risk over our next project. It's possible. I think a, a, a lot of money. And, and yeah, well. a hell of a lot of money off the Huge back of Spider-Man. Of money. Yeah, yeah. They'd be silly to let them go. But they've got them. So mm-hmm. that happened. Uh, let's have a look here. We got some, finally got some gameplay footage for Marvel's Avengers. Yeah, what do you think? Looks fine. I feel a little bit better about it now. Okay. But not much better. Uh, it's still confusing in that there's, there's a hell of a lot of, um, hell of a lot of, like, post-release DLC and stuff that's apparently going to be free, all these new characters and things, but then it's like they, it's it's meant to be a game as a service, and mm. I'm like, well, how much of this is going to be paid extras? Just tied up in all sorts of other bullshit microtransaction currencies. What's your opinion on Spider-Man kind of being taken back by Sony in terms of for films? Well, it sounds like Disney got incredibly greedy and wanted Sony to agree to a contract that made them significantly less money. Yeah, that's the thing. It, it sounds like Sony's basically doing what any business would. Yeah, and tell Disney to go fuck themselves, which is which is fair. I don't think it'll last very long. And um, in some ways that's I good because Disney has a massive monopoly and it's yeah. it's crazy. They really do. Uh, I'm, I'm sad, of course, that Spider-Man's not going to be in the MCU. I like... Tom Holland the and, and, and the, the well, recent Spider-Man films. Like the recent Spider-Man films, I like the the MCU and I like the Marvel films. And 
I feel bad for the hard people, the hard people, the hardworking people involved, especially uh, Kevin Feige, the man who oversees it all, because they've spent ages building up Spider-Man as this like integral part of the Avengers moving well, that's forward. That's what I wanted and then to discuss. Gone. It seems like. Uh, I think um, he'll be back. I think he'll be back. Maybe, maybe a year, maybe two years, maybe sooner. But he, they'll work it out. Well, the money will yeah. exchange hands. It seems like from the latest Spider-Man movie that they want him. They wanted him to be the next kind of central figure in the Avengers. Mm. And from a business point of view, if you're Sony watching that, surely you're going to look at it and think, "Wow, they want to make this guy their kind of main character, if you like," mm. and we could hold out for a much better deal here. It's almost like they showed their hand to, to the opposition. Disney, that is. I think Disney have made the mistake here of, of uh, as you said, being greedy. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, all Sony has to do is just bide their time and wait until Disney offers them now probably an even better deal than they had before. Uh, because Di- uh, Disney fucked this up. And I think they'll, I think they'll work it out. But yeah. it, it may not happen immediately. Yeah, we might see a couple of shit Spider-Man movies that Sony make though in the meantime yeah possibly it looks like Tom Holland might be in those ones as well he's contracted to to just Sony Pictures right via Disney I'm not entirely sure what the deal is there it it would be good to get another because the ending of the Spider-Man Far From Home film that came out a couple of months ago that end credit scene was like earth shattering Mm-hmm. for spider-man like the next film would have been just it must see and i, I would i want to see that you know alternatively yeah. lots of people have been suggesting that they do sort of a live action adaptation of into the spider-verse which was amazing obviously but that doesn't seem a bit pointless have well no not not like a remake of that but like the same concept but they have all three spider-men in it from the various eras so we've got toby Maguire spider-man we've got uh, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man and Tom Holland Spider-Man all in the same film. Like oh, if, that sounds if like now's, a clusterfuck. If now's the time, if they're going to do it, now's the time to do it. If they're going to be weird and do weird stuff, like I'm all but that's forced. that's really weird because the whole the whole Andrew Garfield Spider-Man was shit. First of all, and second of all, it was just a it was it was to keep the contract. They only made it, them yeah. to keep the contract. They were bad films, but he was a good Spider-Man. Not as good and, as Tom Holland, though. He's the best, no, I think. Not as good as Tom. Yeah, Tom Holland's great. I'm not saying any of them are better than others. I'm yeah. just saying, like, that would be a fun film. Like, if they were going to fuck about with this license for two years, <laughs> that would be something I'd quite like to see. Yeah. Especially if it ends up not meaning anything in the grander scheme. Just a fun, like, weird multiverse film. Yeah. Be good. Be good yeah. Fun. Anyway, that's my thoughts on that. Completely off topic. Uh, kind of, kind of, kind of off topic. Yeah, I suppose so. Uh, well, what other news is there? Uh, well, we saw a lot of Death Stranding. Um, looks fucking stupid. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the thing. That was like the big game at Gamescom, wasn't it? Yeah. And um, I haven't watched any of it because... Oh, you'll be so mad. It'll make you so mad. Well, that's why I didn't watch it. I thought it would. Well, what, what is it about it that makes you makes you mad? Well, immediately he... Basically, these the cutscenes and the concept. The concept nobody can wrap their head around it at the moment. Anybody who says they can is lying. Mm-hmm. But the concept and the cutscenes make it look super intriguing and really interesting. And like, I, I want to know. Like, I want to know what it means. I want to know what the fuck this is all about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. But then it's coming from the man who couldn't even finish MGS Five. So, who knows if it's going to make any sense? But the gameplay just looks 
fucking stupid and shit and boring. Like, I'm not walking saying a game... Hill. Yeah, he's literally walking up hills. He's setting up and climbing a ladder sometimes. Uh, this game is out in two months. Sooner now, like a month and a half. Uh, do you know what this is? This is, um, this is... Maybe this is Hideo Kojima doing some master level trolling. Oh my god. Because people will lose their shit no matter how bad or good this game is. Mm-hmm. They'll say it's they like, this, like the second coming of Jesus. Okay. Now, I, as you know, think that MGS5 was shit. And yep. it took. It was a shit story, mm-hmm. undeniably. And people said the gameplay was good. Because the core mechanics worked, you know. They said it was great gameplay, the best gameplay ever. Um, I would argue that. I thought it was really repetitive, as you know. But I wonder if this one, people are going to argue, oh yeah, the gameplay's not very good, but it's so, the story is just amazing. It's the best game I've ever played. Right. You know, he's going he's gonna to switch it on us and do the opposite. Great, just what we wanted. Fuck it up twice basically <laughs> uh so yeah the gameplay looks shit there was a particular moment though that you will you will really enjoy i think yeah is, is he was lying there just just sitting there having a little sleep with his with with the baby on his pack on on his stomach and he was just having a little sleep and then he gets up and he the person playing brings up some kind of wheel you know inventory wheel and selects what appears to be a man doing a piss and then a little icon appears on the right-hand side that uh, that counts how many milliliters of piss is inside Norman Reedus, and he and he has a piss, and he just pisses. And as he's pissing, the the number goes down. And when he's done, a fucking mushroom grows out of the ground, <laughs> and Kojima says through his translator that this urination is some kind of key power that you have and it will have it's an offensive weapon as well and he also felt the need to say oh if you rotate the camera to try and get a look at norman's redus uh it it he instinctively turns away from the camera so you can never see it and it's like why the fuck why the hideo why are you even thinking about that shit man it's weird why do you even put that shit in? Just lock the camera in place. Don't even let people move the camera. No, you want to tease people by saying, oh, you want well, to look at this Wilson? I feel like the old-fashioned Kojima, when he wasn't completely mental, would have just made it block pixelated. Right, yeah. That's, yeah. that's I'm pretty sure I've seen that in, a, in an MGS game. doesn't translate as well to, like, super, super good graphics, maybe. Because but that's the thing. It's, always, my, it's Norman been my, Reedus, he's a real guy. Yeah, <laughs> so. but that's been my kind of hunch with Hideo Kojima for a long time now is that he was better when he was restricted by the hardware yeah and and really he's always been the most batshit crazy guy mm-hmm. and he's got to the point in his career now where everyone is too afraid to tell him oh he's he can do whatever he wants he's untethered he's unchained no one's stopping him and that's not always a good thing look at this no Star Wars it's prequels. really bad with this guy with this guy? No. No. I, I honestly, I've, I've lost all respect for him. The guy's a walking parody of himself. It's a joke. Well, something we talk about a lot on Triple Jump is how, because we've been talking about this a lot and we're, we're just bewildered and, and annoyed by mm. it all, um, yeah. <laughs> is that people frequently refer to him as genius, as a genius, and he never has the modesty to say, oh, no, no, no. He just sort of smiles and says, thank you. 
Yeah. He does he does know that does translate into Japanese, right? Genius because that's 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 practically hyperbole when people call people geniuses. Mm. And he's just like, "Oh no, thank you. Yes, I am." Surely, right? He's got to have he can't think that he's a genius. He, he's he? for me he's not even up there in like the big names in video gaming. He's not even up there. Mm. The old Hideo maybe would have been like if you asked me during PS2 era, then I would have said, "Yeah." His contributions cannot be denied, but yeah, in the last sort of ten years, five ten. Yeah, years, he's not still there anymore. He's, he's he's dropped Mad. off a cliff. Yeah, yeah. He got given the technology to finally realize his visions, and his visions, he couldn't f- even finish it with MGS five. And this one is coming out way sooner than I expected. We've seen very little gameplay, and the gameplay we have seen is a man running around a field and pissing on the floor. See, that's the thing. Is this? coming out quickly because the game is thin and there's not much to do and it's mostly cutscenes that maybe are actually even um, pre-rendered I don't know I'm just guessing I, I, I can't think, imagine this is going to be large in scope I think he's he's definitely buying into his own hype and I wouldn't be surprised if this was the, the equivalent of going to an art gallery and it's just someone's knocked over a pot noodle on the floor and put a spotlight on it it's like ah, oh. <laughs> the gameplay might literally just be run, run through this field and go up this ladder to the next cutscene. Oh, it might literally pissing. just be that. You might have to piss on something. Sorry, along you're the right. Way. Because you need those mushrooms apparently <laughs> for something. It's like you know when you, when you were a kid and you were yeah. outside and you were doing a pee mm-hmm. and you would pee on you'd pee on the stinging nettles because you don't like them. Yeah, fuck stinging nettles. And if you saw like a bug, you'd piss on it for a laugh. Sure. Yeah. yeah, we all did that. Yeah. When you were a kid and you're playing outside and you're like, I don't know, you're really young, you'd do shit like that. He's turned it into a video game. He has. Just think nobody about that said, for a minute. Nobody said stop. No one said, Hideo, come on. Hideo, you've got it. We're, Take your meds. we're worried. We're worried, mate. <laughs> we're all we've all we're all talking. You spent you pe- you spent seven seven months and three billion dollars on this piss mushroom technology and we're just a bit worried. Is everything okay at home? No. I like to I like to think that he just is in a in an office with the blinds shut the whole time, and every now and again someone walks in and he's just pissing in the corner. It's just shit smeared on the walls, <laughs> and broken mirrors. Anyway, that's enough of him. Uh, we also have had the Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven behind closed doors. Yeah, E3 I started, demo. started looking at that. There was a kind of um, quite a long gameplay chunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like 15 looks, looks minutes. Looks pretty incredible. Yeah, it looks great. Like, it's really shaping up very nicely. Very optimistic about this game. And um, you can go and watch it if you just search. It's, it's 15 minutes long. And they've done the same thing that actually persuaded me to get The Witcher 3 before that came out. Because I didn't really have much interest. And then they did this The World Of thing for the Witcher yeah. 3 that was like 15 20 minutes long and it was all narrated and it like explained everything about the world and like what you could do yeah. in it and I was like this Quite is a rock ri- star approach to um exactly yeah like I thought that was really cool and that's kind of kind of what this is except it's just showing off a couple of different play styles but yeah looks looks great looks really good I tell you what I am disappointed with in, with with regards to Cyberpunk is that it's coming out on PS4 It'll almost certainly be on the next one. I know, yeah, I know it will be right. as well, but probably not at the same time. Maybe I have to wait another year or another six months or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be so good. 
I don't know if I'm going to have the the willpower to hold off and not play it. But at the same time, I would rather have my first experience of it be on the new hardware, seeing it in its in its best. I'm going to play it as soon as it comes out. But if you have that kind of restraint, it might be worth just seeing what the it might be worth for the first time ever because the only person i know who gives a shit about this kind of stuff is 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 our friend ben Mm -hmm. um but it might be worth like looking at the digital foundry reports and stuff just to see how it runs because if there's any you know if, if there's anything that suggests that it's worth waiting for a better version to come along then that will probably well, make yeah. a decision and presumably they will they'll they'll tone some things down in the graphic in the graphic department mm. um just like they do with the ps4 pro yeah you know sometimes you have a game that has better graphics than the ps4 pro oh yeah I've fundamentally got a PS4 pro now by the way have you <laughs> yeah okay so for you i reckon it won't be as big a difference maybe not there will be a difference but maybe not quite as big as going from ps4 cyberpunk to ps5 yeah so i might wait maybe when did you get a ps4 pro yeah this has happened since the last show why i had a bit of um money saved up and i was thinking about that spider-man you remember the limited edition spider-man ps4 that was red and had the ah i think i saw this on your instagram oh god they they look so fucking beautiful and you can't buy it anywhere new apart from from you know people so how'd you get it so i i stole it and um don't tell anyone i I went on ebay it's it's pre-owned but it's in really good condition and I, i got it for a decent price and i spent too much money on it but it was a treat for me and you don't have to. Know, um, you don't have to explain yourself, Ben. Well, I, I feel like I do because we've <laughs> we've frequently in the past talked about what I feel you know we feel is a waste of time with the PS4 Pro and how like there's no need to upgrade and stuff. And I get that. The main reason I bought this, I wouldn't buy a, a normal PS4 Pro. Uh, for okay. me, it was because have I you got a 4K TV? To... Yes. Yeah. So then, I mean, yeah, why not? It's because I wanted the Spider-Man. That's what I wanted, and I thought if I'm gonna spend if I'm gonna spend the big bucks on getting a Spider-Man PS4, I might as well just get the Pro version. Yeah, and then at least then I'm slightly future-proofed. Otherwise, I'm not interested in a PS4 Pro. But if it's got Spider-Man on it, then I might as well, right? If I'm gonna get a Spider-Man one. Yeah, I mean that's a very that's valid logic. argument. That's the logic. There. Yeah. I just feel like for people who've been listening to the podcast for a while, probably the last few podcasts we did before we took a long break, was yeah. just going what the f- PS4 Pro. <laughs> yeah. But it's, you know, they'll be sitting at home thinking, oh, no, it makes sense, because if you put a Spider-Man sticker on it, then obviously that fundamentally changes yeah, what's exactly. inside it. Yeah, yeah, it does. So, yeah. And you get a Spider-Man controller. <laughs> They're all think, sitting there thinking, oh, that Ben, he's handsome and cool. I wish I And, and you know what? He's he's um, switched on. He's intelligent. Yeah, he's, got, he's, 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 got, it, he's got it going. His head is full of brain. <laughs> anyway, that's all the news we got. Yep. Should we move on to some questions? Yes. Do you want to be involved with the show in some way? Send us an email to fishandchips at playstationradio.co.uk. Follow us on Twitter at PSRadioUK or go to our Facebook page where we regularly ask for your feedback. It really is that easy. And leave us an iTunes review, you bastards! PSR Q and O. Question submitted by you there. Lily, 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 L
Hey Ben and Simon, so glad to have you back. Our guys back after the brief hiatus. Regardless hiatus. of the delays in between you two, in between, you two are completely irreplaceable. Thanks for recording when you can. Before I, before, before he quit, there's some typos in here, Kevin. Before, before he question, <laughs> I don't know what that's meant to say. I want to briefly mention that I've been enjoying Sniper Elite 4 since it was free this month. Last yeah, it was. Month, and have been happy to find what an amazing stealth gem it is that I've too long overlooked and recommended to others who find themselves drawn to stealth games. I had a lot of fun with that game in co-op. It was good. Well, Kevin, I have just downloaded it in the last couple of days and I will be giving it a shot. Ooh. I tried the Sniper Elite 3. Mm-hmm. It was all right. You should play it in co-op. It's okay. Sniper um, Elite 4 in co-op is fun. Is it better than 3? I don't know. It was my first okay. experience with one. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, does it do couch co-op or is it only online? Only online. So I'll have to convince someone to download it again. I'm afraid so. Mm. I might do it, but it depends if you're ever playing games. Let me know. I will play games with you. That sounded sincere. Here's my question. No, no, if no you could I'd rather play if games than do my... a podcast because then I don't have to edit anything. Oh, that's and true. And you. No, that's so. also true. Well, <laughs> anyway, here's my question. If you could combine two development studios' unique flavors to make one powerhouse of a combination, what hypothetical mergers would you like to see? For example, you could combine the imaginative indie style of that game company with the immersive level design of From Software and have a truly interesting cocktail. Just a fun ah, thought. Love you both forever question. and ever until it's the fun. universe collapses in on itself, Kevin Cox. Thank you, Kevin. Great question, Kev. Um, okay. In keeping with the 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 discussions Ooh, of this um Amaya. <laughs> of this episode, uh, what if Hideo Kojima and his whatever his new studio is called, Bionic Robot. Ape Skull or whatever Robot Boy, yeah, um, combined with the late Telltale. Oh, by the way, Telltale is back. That was other news that I didn't with mention. the resurrected Telltale. <gasps> Dun, dun, dun. So we've got not only batshit craziness and men peeing, but also buggy as all hell and broken in every way. <laughs> People would still say it's okay. a masterpiece. Yeah, I know. I would. I'd queue up to play that game. That would be hilarious, um, but I wouldn't enjoy playing it. I would just love laughing at it. Okay, what else? Well, why don't you say one while I think of another one? I would like uh, the combat of a Soulsborne game, so From Software. But I would like the narrative to be handled completely by Naughty Dog. Mm, okay. I'd like a cutscene heavy, character heavy game, a la Naughty Dog's finest, and also the gameplay then of just a Soulsborne game. So you're actually fucking invested as shit in everything that goes on. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah, that's all right, I suppose. That's all right. Who, who does the gameplay? Me. No, I mean, like, which studio? I do it. Um, from software. Okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Okay, I don't think I can one-up it, but what if you had something like... That sounds shit. The world design um, and, and kind of exploration of a CD Projekt Red game mm-hmm. combined with something like a resistance... Insomniac game. Okay. That could be okay. It could be all right. Yeah. But it doesn't one up yours, so you win. Next nice question. I, that was that was a comp. That was an actual fight. We now turn to Twitter. Do you have PlayStation questions? Because we probably don't have answers. It's the tweet that went out. 
And here we go. We've got Samantha Tame, who asks, Will we see Horizon Zero Dawn sequel, and will it be a PS5 launch title? We will see sequel. We'll see sequel. I don't know. If, well, what do you think? Because Guerrilla Games did the, uh, a launch title last time around. I think they will. I think if it's not a launch title, it'll be very soon after, uh, or or it may even come before, and then just a PS5 version will be a launch title anyway. Yeah. I think either so way, you're going to see it around then. What about God of War? Oh, how long have they had now? They've been working on it a year, a sequel. PS5 probably at least a year away. I don't know that they can turn it around in two but then years. It, it does depend on... Presumably they built this engine and, and gameplay. it took a while for them to perfect the gameplay of this. That's true. That's and, true. And, and for all we know, that engine was built with PS5 in mind. Mm. So, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. I but would I, like I reckon, that. I reckon those will come out within a year of each other. A couple years of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and be early in the PlayStation 5 cycle. But if those two games came out in the first year... That system would sell so much. Yeah, it would. It would. There's a lot of. Um, I think. I think we talked about this briefly in the last episode. There's. There's a lot of amazing uh, first party. First party franchises that are due a sequel sometime yeah. soon, and I think they should hold on to all of them for the PS5 yeah. launch and just go. Well, here's your launch lineup. It's fucking mental. Spider Man Two, uh, the Horizon Zero Dawn Two, God of War Two. The Last of Us. Good luck, everyone. The Last of Us. Well, The Last of Us Two will come out before I think. But yeah. Well, that's the, the thing. Last of Us Two is, remastered. This historically, when you release a game right at the end of a console generation, is the worst time to release it. You know, some games that were really good have just kind of been forgotten about because they came out at the wrong time. I guess that's changing now because you get games that come out on both, like GTA did. Yeah, and also God of War Two was out very, very late in the PS2 mm. life cycle, and that still did. Yeah, still did really well. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's that question. What game or game series would you like to see a remaster of before the PS5 comes, or would you prefer it on the PS5? What is a remaster nowadays? Just a re-release of even something that was on PS3. Yeah, well, I'd, I would. I was going to cite things from PS3 actually. Okay. And and there's definitely a difference because Borderlands Game of the Year edition and Borderlands the Handsome Collection, which contained Borderlands one, two, and the mm. pre sequel. You go back and you play those on PS three and you tell me that there's not an improvement there because my god, the amount of shit we put up with on PS three. The slowdown, yeah. the frame rate, the fucking controller, like these games they are absolutely worth playing for the first time on PS4, even though it's a re- quote-unquote remaster. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I w- I'm amazed there hasn't been a Mass Effect um, uh, trilogy ported to PS4. I'm amazed there hasn't been a Resistance trilogy ported to PS4. Uh, Mass Effect is one I'd really like and have wanted for ages, but I f- it's too late now. They're not going to do it, but that's yeah. what I'd like to see. Well, what about Demon Souls? Demon Souls, I think, needs a remake. That's what I want. But, you know, the crazy thing is, PlayStation, Sony, that's their franchise. Mm-hmm. And obviously it depends what's in the contract, but presumably they could just pay another studio to make that game the exact same 
there's been heavy rumors for a long time that uh, Bluepoint, the guys who are sort of the remaster specialists from, from Vita and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think they did some Vita stuff. They did the remake of Shadow of the Colossus last year, and yeah. they also remastered. They did Nathan Drake the Handsome Collection and stuff. I feel like they would be Nathan a good Nathan show. Drake the Handsome Collection. The Handsome Collection. Yeah, that's what yeah. I meant to say. I mean, he yeah. is a handsome guy. He is. He sure is. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like they'd be a good shout. Um, but was isn't there some complication with publishing rights because it was published by like three different people in different regions? Probably, yeah, that's probably what it is. Uh, but I feel like they should fight for that. So Namco Bandai happen. brought it to Europe. Atlas brought it to the US, and I yeah. think it was published by by just Sony in Japan. Yeah, I think so. And I reckon the best people to remaster that would be. What's the name of the Japanese studio? Studio Japan, is that it? Yes, Studio yeah. Japan. Yeah. I think because they actually worked on it. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't know how much they work on it. When, when you know, when you start a game up and it says, um, from software, and then it comes up again, Studio Japan. Mm-hmm. So they must have some kind of input on it. Um, okay. So I reckon they could do a good job of it. Yeah. No, that would be good. I, w- I just want to see it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's what I want. Uh, any PSVR games you have recommend? That's from Wes. Well, the Rick and Morty game that I've been playing, um, it's not called Rick and Morty, it's the... Uh, Trover. Trover. That is a VR game. You don't have to have VR to play it, but the gameplay is built around VR, and it, and it shows. Um, so if you have VR, pick it up. Mm-hmm. It's good. Astrobot, Moss, those two are really good games from last year. Uh, Christ, what is it? You, you mean you can play Resi 7 if you're brave enough? I really like the sound of that um, keep talking and nobody explodes. That is fun. That's a party game. That's that's a good fun one, that. Uh, but you can play it without. Mm-hmm. And Batman went down well when that came out? Yes, I liked that one. That one was good. It's actually, it ties into the story of the Arkham games between Arkham City and Arkham Knight. And that's on Plus Ooh. this month. So, Oh, how good does Joker look? Oh, the, the film. Yeah, yeah. looks great. Looks amazing. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Next question. I, uh, this is from Darius. I know at Confused underscore Dude know, uh, love, sorry, the latest Spider-Man game. What other superheroes would you like to see get the AAA game treatment? I'd love a decent Fantastic Four or Hellboy, excuse me, title myself. Well... Here's an off-the-wall comment. Go on. Have you seen The Boys on Amazon Prime? Oh, The Boys is so good. It's so, so good. Now, imagine a game where you play as, as like a kind of normal person mm-hmm. and you're banding together in this underground group trying to stop evil superheroes. Yeah. That would be a fun game. That would be really good. Just sort of various espionage missions where you've got to bullshit and bluff your way through things because you yeah, will like die. Yeah, like stealth with dialogue <laughs> options and, and yeah, it'd be good fun. Yeah, that's a really good shout. I'd like that. That'd be awesome. In terms of actual, um, what's it called? Actual superheroes. I'm not entirely sure because I feel like they all, they would all kind of play the same. Any superhero that has the ability to fly... That's Superman really would be a hard. terrible game. That's the thing, right? It, it would be really hard to make a game around that because yeah. they're just so fucking overpowered. And, you know, how do you build a game world around someone who can fly anywhere? Yeah. I, d- I don't know. I don't know how that would work. And if you've got someone who's, 
you know, grounded and has to walk around on the floor and just punch is good, then you've got the Arkham games and everything, every superhero game that isn't that is just going to feel like that. So I don't know. I don't really know. What's the name of the guy that's really funny? Deadpool's already had a game. Deadpool has had a game, okay. Yeah, and that was that was fine. They could do another one of those maybe, but... I think Spider-Man and Batman are the, are the, more, are the most logical choices, and that's probably why they've got the best games. The biggest superheroes. Uh, I guess so, yeah. They're great. Good boys, then. Uh, the Big Dog asks, do you think PlayStation will ever get its own version of Game Pass? Also, welcome back, guys. Missed ya. Captain America would be a good game. <laughs> Sorry, I know that's... Captain America's in the Avengers. Also, he did have a movie tie-in game, by the way, and it was bad. But, you know, you could have a good game because you'd you have could. it, like, throwing the axe in God of War. You could have it feel really powerful. The same with um, Thor. That yeah. could be quite good. Thor can fly though, so that's thing. yeah. You'd have to maybe, maybe kind of start it as he's losing some of his powers, or you know, that's how a lot of games start because they want you to progress through a skill tree. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes they will take all your powers away anyway. So maybe Thor, but then just play God of War better. <laughs> yeah, just play God of God of War. There's a good chance that Thor's probably going to be in it at some point. They're in Norse land. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Game Pass, PlayStation Game Pass, what do you think? That's not what it's called, is it? What? What are you talking about? The next question, I just read it. Did you not hear me? Um, I did, but then you said Game Pass. That's an Xbox thing. Yes. So, what do you mean? So you, you pay so much a month and then you get access to a, a, a select few okay, games, but isn't basically. That, isn't that already exist? Isn't that called PlayStation... It doesn't exist on PlayStation. No, but it does. It's a streaming service called... No, not a streaming service. No, no, no. That's PlayStation Now, but that's not what Game Pass is. Okay, but PlayStation Now is the future. Apparently. And, and it's got no PS4 games on it. So, Or at least it's got very few. Yeah. Whereas Game Pass is you just get access. As soon as these games come out, you can just have them. If they're, if they're part of the Game Pass thing, I think you can just play them. Is that, so does Microsoft sell that separate to its yes. Xbox Live? So it's an additional subscription. I wouldn't do it. Because I would hate to be holding to what they want me to play. And how does it work? Once you know, does it change every month? Um, I'm not entirely sure. So they've also got they've got games with gold as well, which is their PlayStation yeah. Plus thing. Yeah. So I think this is literally. I mean, someone's going to have to correct me because I don't have an Xbox. I don't really know how this works. But I think you pay a nominal fee every month. It's like the EA Access thing as well, mm-hmm. uh, where you where you can just you have a selection of pretty much every game including a load of new releases and you can either you either have a set amount that you can choose every month or whatever but then once you pick one you can just play that whole game like it's just you don't like the sound of that no i don't really like it either but people who have xboxes swear by it so maybe maybe i don't know how likely it is but it would put me off ever buying a game I suppose that's the danger, isn't it? That may be why PlayStation never does it. But again, I don't really know how it works. So there might be things in place to, to stop people from acting like that. And, and you know, I, I, to be honest, I just don't want any more monthly subscriptions. Yeah, no, I don't want monthly subscriptions. You know, that's the way, it's the way all video is going. And it's going to get to the point where uh, piracy comes back in a big that's way. That's already, already happening. Disney have already made their grave there. Yeah. They've already dug their own grave. You know. That. People are watching that thinking, yeah, The Mandalorian, that sounds good. I'm not going to get Disney Plus for it, though. No. And, and already people are eyeing up. And the same with Game of Thrones. The reason why that was the most pirated thing was because yeah. it was on Sky in the UK. Um, 
and people are already paying for their Amazon, their Netflix. You're not going to get Sky on top of that. Mm-hmm. No. Well, we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. Uh, Max Rimmer asks, what are your thoughts on Sony's acquisition of Insomniac Games and any future studios that they may slash could buy, in your opinion? We've already talked a bit about Insomniac Games, but in terms of future studios they could buy, there there are rumors saying that they might buy Remedy, who are the guys who've just made Control, and maybe Alan Wake, was that them as well? Yeah, I think so. And, and they also have a history that goes back to... Um... Max Payne, don't they? I think they might, yeah. Yeah. And and Control, I really want to play that. I think it looks great. So um, I yeah. will be getting that. I've, I've got a busy couple of months, I've got a busy month or so, holiday for two weeks, come mm. back, then I've got work in Africa, and um, in between that I will be playing Tropical 6. So I will get it at some point, and I'll let listeners know how it is. Fantastic. Look forward to hearing your thoughts. Yeah. Christian asks, do you think this is disrespect that they are releasing this? I know Skybound own the rights now, but come on, that's just a kick in the teeth to the original workers on this game, especially all the new content they are putting in this pre-order. What's your take on it? And he's talking about The Walking Dead, the Telltale Definitive series, which contains all of the Telltale uh, Walking Dead games. I don't understand why anyone could be upset by this. Uh, the the original workers would never see a cut of the original version anyway and that studio is gone so there would be no way that basically their games now are it's guaranteed that in this definitive collection their hard work is going to be preserved whereas previously we've seen their games slowly start disappearing from storefronts as their company went into liquidation so i don't understand why i don't understand why you would think that this is a kick in the teeth I don't get it. And also, you're right, Skybound Entertainment has the rights, so they can do whatever they want with it. What do you uh, think, Simon? I don't really get I don't really understand. So people think it's a kick in the teeth because the dissolved studio can't finish the story it wanted to finish? I don't know. Well, the the story is finished now. So then what's wrong with that? I don't, I don't really understand. I don't know. Christian, I mean, feel free to clarify, but I, I think you're... I'm the wrong person to ask because I think they're diabolical. So. <laughs> you think all their games should be gone yeah i was i was so glad when they died <laughs> oh my god so many people lost their jobs it was very sad yeah and now they are um, literally the walking dead they are back they are back now christian feel free to clarify i'm not really sure why you would why you would take issue with that i don't well, think maybe it's that's why i take issue with it because Stay their dead. games are still out there just leave them alone simon all right for god's sake <laughs> orange joe says heard a rumor former xbox exclusive alan wake from remedy may be making its way to playstation any interest in this or better yet what's an xbox exclusive you want for for playstation sunset overdrive was excellent as well and would be great if more people got the chance to play it so i like remedy for some reason alan wake never really never really felt like i was missing much did you alan wake yeah I went to uni with a guy who just swore by it, and I always did kind of want to play it, but I feel like it it probably hasn't aged that well. I feel like it would have been great at the time, but there have been other games like it that do yeah. what it does a bit better, perhaps. Yeah. I mean, the last game I remember being on Xbox and me thinking, wow, I'm really jealous, was when they had Mass Effect 2. Yes. And I remember at the time, we both said, hopefully this comes to PlayStation, and it did eventually. So excited when it did. Yeah. 
I can't think of anything right now. You know, I think that Xbox is working hard to try and up their exclusive offering mm-hmm. because I think they realize that they need to at this point. Yeah, I, I agree. Gears does nothing for me. Uh, Halo, I've never really been a huge fan of. I don't dis- Again, I don't dislike any of these games. I just don't, I'm not excited about them yeah. and I don't really care about them. Well, that's the other big problem that Xbox has, isn't it? Is they're, they're almost becoming Nintendo where their games, their exclusive games are only appealing to the people who who have played them for years. Mm-hmm. So Nintendo, they, they they survive off either kids or um, growing adults who love what they played when they were kids. Nothing wrong with that. But yeah. me, having not played it as a child, I feel like, well, that ship sailed for me. Mario is not really my thing. Nintendo seems to be pretty immune to this whole xbox sony thing as well in that as you said oh, yeah. they've got their audiences yeah, yeah. and those audiences will stay and with them big forever enough. yeah they don't need to worry but you know it seems like it seems like xbox isn't going to win over any new people to its halo and its gears it's people no. that already played them xbox lost a lot of people as well at the beginning yeah. of this new generation they lost loads yeah so they need something new i would like to play sunset overdrive though that'd be nice speaking of insomniac again um, I never really saw anything about that. I never really it's, felt like I was missing much on it. It didn't really get reviewed massively well, did it? It's. I'm looking at it now. It's 81. So yeah. it's it's fine. It, I mean, it reviewed okay. about as well yeah. as most of the Resistance games. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a new IP. That's that's interesting and that's fun. And I, you know, I'd I'd like to give it a go, but it seemed, I doubt we'll get the that, general though. consensus was yeah, it was it was a nice idea that could have been executed a bit better. But I'd I'd be interested in playing it. It was colourful. It's nice. Yeah, that's one I, I doubt we'd get that. Mm. I reckon the the contracts that Insomniac work on don't allow for that. Otherwise, we would have seen some of their games they made for PlayStation going to Xbox, surely. Mm. Yeah. I'd be surprised. What was that, sorry? What, what going to Xbox? I mean, if if we got Sunset Overdrive, what what would have stopped Xbox getting, say resistance well i think uh it's it's all about who owns the the rights yeah, to who the owns games. the rights to the actual game and i think microsoft owns the rights to sunset overdrive so yeah. i don't know and the same for resistance with yeah, sony you'd never see resistance yeah there, so i but, doubt uh, i doubt we'd see sunset overdrive on playstation no I, I suppose not although that seemed to you know we've got mass effect now but that was one but that was never owned by Microsoft. Microsoft published the first one, and then it was EA for the second one. So that I don't know how that works, but it, it yeah. seems to be possible somehow. Maybe? But then I don't know. Bioware, they kind of they're very possessive of their IPs, and they they probably had a contract that had some kind of time exclusivity on it. Maybe even if it yeah. was a long time. Yeah, Microsoft's exclusivity. Oh, sorry, Bioware's. You know, their their word is not worth shit anymore. Anyway, their stocks <laughs> are so low now. They can't do anything right. Final mm. question from Kenneth, who asks, how do you think they might improve PS Plus for the PS5? What would you like to see feature-wise on the PS5? When do you guys think the PS5 will be released? My guess is just before Christmas next year. Love the podcast, guys. So improved PS Plus, what do you want to see? Hmm. Cheaper. <laughs> Cheaper. Nice. Okay. <laughs> I mean, what else can they do? Better games. That's the easy option, the easy answer. Give me some better games. 
if you're going to give me, for the start of a console generation, basically no good PS5 games, then don't charge me so much. Mm-hmm. I think... I think you're right. I think it's it's pretty much feature wise. I'm happy. Maybe include PlayStation Now. That would, that would be actually. Sense. You know what? That would be really nice if they included PlayStation Now. I'd be happy. That'd yeah. be good. Or just step up the games, as you said. Like you need to have at least one. You need Big to have game. at least one game that when it was released, it was sixty pounds. Yeah. Know, that every month you have to. Otherwise, people get super mad. Yeah, and that's impossible for when a console starts. What would you like to see feature-wise? I would like the share button to come back. I think that was a fucking revelation, and it's it's so good. Yeah, I'd like to see nothing taken away that the PS4 implemented, mm-hmm. hardware-wise, um, controller-wise especially. You know the little touchpad on the controller? Yes. I'd like to see that have little basic LED functionality. Oh, that'd be nice. So you could have little, you know, you're playing The Witcher, and it and it becomes a little quick menu and you've got a picture of a map on it and you know that when you press that you get the map yeah i mean that would be nice but that then would be nice would make them more expensive so i don't know it would and it would also run out of battery faster yeah maybe but... if it was like an op like maybe it was an optional special controller and it yeah. wasn't required that would be good it's got to have some kind of touchpad functionality because it's backwards compatible with ps4 games so again yeah i like it i don't want rid of it so. yeah i don't know how they would emulate that if they took it away when do you think we're going to get the PS4? PS5, I don't know. Sorry. I don't know. It's it's like, you know, we didn't get an E3 from Sony this year. Um, Was that only this year or was that last year? It was this year. It was this year, yeah. Wow, it seems ages ago. Um, Yeah, and, and that was kind of weird. So, I don't know, it's hard to say. Mm. And, then I, and, then I, and then I thought that Cyberpunk was going to be the first next-gen game. And it looks like it's not. So yeah, I'd say the middle of next year to the end of next year. Oh, Hopefully. Okay. Hopefully. Yeah. And you said before Christmas. Uh, Just before Christmas. Yeah, I, th- I think probably before Christmas next year. Yeah. Thereabouts. I just hope it's um, a reasonable price point. Yeah, I think that's that's the most important thing, isn't it? And I hope it is essentially what it, what it needs to be an incremental upgrade on the PS4. Don't try and redesign the operating system or the the controller too much because it doesn't need done anymore. They've kind of they've hit a sweet spot, I think. Yeah. And just now is the time to um take advantage of that. Yeah. I yeah, think. I think so. Yeah, I'm, I'd 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 like to see it sooner rather than later, but we'll we'll have to just wait until next year, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not that fussed. I don't feel like I'm needing another iteration. Maybe only be. Uh, maybe only because I don't have 4K. Um, yeah. And I'm waiting to upgrade to 4K when that system comes out. I get that. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. Understand that. Right. Well, that's that's all the all the questions we got. Mm. So it may be time to move on. To yes. End it sure. Oh, hello. Didn't hear you come in. I'm esteemed voice actor Richard McGonagall. And what I find goes best with a glass of brandy, open fireplace, and my best smoking jacket and slippers is a good episode of PlayStation Radio UK. You know you want to be like me. So go on. 
Good listening. End of the show. End of the show. End it show. End of the show. End Thank it you show. so much for listening, everybody. We'll be End back in five months' time. Simon's going to bless the rains down in Africa and go over to see Flowrider and stuff. It's going to be uh, lit. It's <laughs> going to be fucking dabbing everywhere. It's awful. <laughs> Simon, do you remember any of the plugs? You know what? It's not worth it. <laughs> I honestly, sincerely think that. It's not worth it. What? Well, what? They're going to go what to the... our website and find tell... that, hey, yep, we haven't done an episode in five months. Tell people what the Twitter is at least. Yeah, the, twit- the, the things that are worth keeping up with are the Facebook, search the name of the podcast. I believe in you. You can find it. Come on, you can do it. Can or do it. Twitter at PS Radio UK. You can also send us an email, fishandchips at playstationradio.co.uk. That's a real That's email it. address. Yeah. Leave us an iTunes review because it really helps us, especially because iTunes thinks that this podcast died. Yeah, iTunes has marked us as deceased, so yeah. like we need to we need some help digging out of the grave if that's yeah. okay with you guys. Yeah, we want to be like Telltale. Yes. Yeah, bless them. They're, they're, they're alive. They're doing okay. Right, I think we're done. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We'll, we'll see you soon. I love you. Bye. 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 You've been listening to the PlayStation Radio UK podcast. To find out more, go to www.playstationradio.co.uk or follow us on Twitter at PSRadioUK. So, if you've never played a computer game, don't dismiss them. There are games for all mentalities. It's just that the good games are hidden behind a massive crap.